what up? This is Big Grays, and this is the Big Grays Podcast, where we'll be touching up on anything our worthless hearts desire, featuring weekly guests, hot topics, and pop culture, and whatever the fuck else we want. What up? It's 11.30, it's past my bedtime, but I've been pondering this idea long enough, and here we are, finally. I've also been pondering on topics and subject matter specifically for the podcast that I could not agree on with myself. So we're just going to shoot the shit about anything possible. Music, sports, Cherry Coke Zero, the Mariah Carey Christmas album, COVID, you name it. And hopefully you can bear with me. I'm as new to this as y'all are new to me doing this. Uh, I'm going to get better at it as I go. I'm going to learn how to operate everything as I go, upgrade equipment as I go, et cetera, et cetera. Seeing that I'm uh, by myself on this episode, this is so abrupt. I'm more of a conversation, more of a debating type of person. We'll get to that. We're going to just look back at 2020. It's been a long, crazy, rough year for everybody, uh, especially in pop culture. We're going to look back at some of the people that we've lost this year. Um, the furthest back I can think of is Kobe Bryant. A lot of us from where I'm from grew up without a father figure. Kobe Bryant was pretty much our father figure. I woke up from a drunk slumber to a text message. Kobe Bryant's dead. Seemed really surreal. He's so young. It doesn't seem like that typically happens a lot to you know people of his stature. Uh, you know, Gigi was with them. They both passed away. Uh, the legacy that he left is great, but he had so much more going for him uh, as far as coaching, as far as um, his directing, things like that. Even growing up a uh, Pistons and Celtics fan, you know, Kobe's the, you know, the arch nemesis. Uh, as a basketball player, you love him. As your favorite team's opponent, you can't stand him. But as a man and somebody who made such an impact on so many people, uh, it's just devastating. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people get a lot of nasty comments or backlash or whatever for you expressing your feelings about a celebrity. But little do these people know, somebody like Kobe, like the Michael Jordan of our time, kids growing up with the Our father, when you go outside, you're imitating him. It's almost like you're watching him and you're going out and it's like your dad's teaching you how to play. We really need to break that mold of this idea that you can't have these type of heroes and you can't have these types of outlooks on people you've never met in your life because what they don't do for you, they could do so much for the other person. Kobe had what we call the Mamba mentality, the fearlessness, the don't stop, keep going, keep your head up. That really is a lifestyle at this point for a lot of us. Sometimes when I'm down and out, I tell myself, mama mentality, Kobe Bryant, you don't quit, you keep going. I mean, you even see touches of that mentality in his wife and his children. You see them on social media and they're smiling and they're stick, they're so tight knit. You know, that was a lot of Kobe's doing. Um, him and, you know, having no sons, all daughters, all women in his family that he has to look out for. There's so much respect there. 
there's so much that you really have to analyze there and show your appreciation for because he sets an example for me as a father, as a husband, and just as a person in general. My uh, every day-to-day life, I think about him. I think about what he's done for me, what he continues to do for me even after being gone. Much respect to Kobe. The next uh, person I'm going to touch up on that we lost in 2020 is Chadwick Boseman. He's done so many movies to mention. Um, Jackie Robinson film, the James Brown film. He played T'Challa, of course. Um, the lesson that you get from him specifically is uh, don't be insensitive at all. Approach every day like the next person you see is just like you. You don't know their problems. You don't know what's going on. I personally had no idea that Chadwick was suffering from colon cancer. Uh, he did hide it very well, which is very respectable because a lot of people usually wear their, you know, emotions and their health and all that stuff right on the sleeve for the world to see. He didn't. He kept it in. Um, that was a very sudden loss. Uh, I didn't see the picture that surfaced of him looking sickly. He was skinny. I seen one where he was walking out of a store with some dusty looking clothes, I guess you could say. Um, you know, and you have all these people making these comments, you know, calling him a crackhead, calling, you know, saying he's a cokehead, whatever the case is. Nobody had any idea what he was actually going through, and he continued to bust his ass to give us these films. Um, Black Panther, to me personally, is one of my favorites from all those movies. Um, we're going to see number two eventually, and there's no doubt in my mind that it's, you know, it's going to be that much more heartbreaking. So now we can backtrack to those false idols and those people that you shouldn't look up to because they're celebrities. They're not in your life. You don't know them. Um, I disagree with that in this case, too, because he was so selfless in that aspect of keeping his private life private and going out and doing his job, which is to entertain us and make these movies. The lesson with Chadwick and Kobe is don't be insensitive, be considerate, be thoughtful, don't assume, don't judge, try not to interpret things that aren't so easy to interpret because you just simply don't know what the next person's going through. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke, rest in peace to King Ron, rest in peace to Alex Trebek, rest in peace to Regis Philbin. Now with that behind us, we're going to take a little break and jump back into something. Now we're going to talk a little bit about some hip-hop in 2020. The first person I want to talk about is Eminem, because it's such a controversial debate on GOAT status, on longevity status, should he still be going, should he quit, whatever the case is. I just want to point out that a lot of these rap fans like to go by numbers, they like to go by statistics. Well, Eminem released his 11th studio album, Music To Be Murdered By, no prior announcements, and he's the first ever artist to have 10 consecutive albums debuting at number one. Um, me personally, it is my favorite Eminem album since the Eminem show. Uh, it's very hit heavy. Uh, he really does go to show that he still has it and not just rapping fast. He just has this way about him. 
he had to come back. He had to redeem himself. Um, so then we throw Juice World, rest in peace to Juice World, on the album, and that is Godzilla. To me, it's nothing but a tail feather shaker. Uh, I love the song. I love the verses. I love the hooks. I love the beat. I love everything about it. Uh, the fact that Eminem did have plans to work with Juice World and him being on their posthumous it was controversial because uh, they thought maybe Eminem now was just trying to use this top artist as a way to sell records. Come to find out, they were in talks about it. You always hear Juice World freestyling over these Eminem beats. And uh, it's just, it was just, it's just something beautiful, especially having Juice World past like that and to have him on an Eminem song and it actually turn out good. Uh, I'm forever grateful for that. Let's take that Eminem slander and uh, let's push that back and just give respect where it's due. It's been a very successful and defeating year for rap in general with all the rap deaths that we've had, all these rappers that have passed away that have been honored after the fact. I always support that. Um, better late than never to honor somebody who's done so much for us and their community. Let's go down. Let's um, look at this list here. Rap. I want to talk about the versus battle with Gucci and Jeezy. I was appalled that they even came to an agreement to do this. Something told me that Gucci was going to show up a little more on the rougher side. Jeezy was definitely more on the uh, easier going side. It got hot. Gucci took a lot of shots, took a lot of shots at Jeezy's uh, friends that were murdered. Uh, at the end, which I'm grateful for, is that they were able to squash that last second and move on with it. They're both credited for being godfathers of trap music. So to even see Jeezy versus Gucci live in 2020 was definitely one of the more positive things, one of the more entertaining things, to say the least. Another one that comes to mind, one of my personal favorites, is St. John. He really hit the scene earlier in this year. This is when I started to hear his music more. Uh, I got put on to him. Uh, he eventually gets to the radio. Um, he is doing Ellen DeGeneres shows. He performed at the Mike Tyson fight. He then releases While the World Was Burning, his album this year features from Future, features from Kanye, J.I.D., Black and Kalani, just so many features, such a good album, such a solid album. Uh, I suggest that you look into that. He's rap with a little R&B twist to it. He's definitely one to look out for in the next, uh, this next year. I think he's really going to be one of the top artists, top of the charts. Uh, many positives and many negatives in the rap world this year. Uh, I think rap made out pretty well, considering all the devastating losses, all the things that we've been going through. It's safe to say that rap was sort of there to keep me up. Uh, endless releases, Future and Uzi release an album, Now releases an album. Lil Baby has the number one album all year long. Um, you just got to appreciate it for what it is and hope that the next year can be better, which isn't going to come easy, but 
at least we can get out there and go to these concerts and support them in another way. On the other side of the coin, I want to say shout out to all the women in the music game. They really won this year. Ariana, Kalani, Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls, Flo Millie, Her, SZA, Endless releases, endless hits, endless vibes. You really got to appreciate that. Uh, I'm definitely hoping for a heavier R&B side uh, in 2021. We got the Brent drop and we got the Bryce Tiller drop and we did get some solid albums. Um, so much rap, not enough R&B for my liking. Well, all in all, music this year won. And it's safe to say that without it, I don't know what any of us would have done. Our um, Miami trip to Rolling Loud last May uh, is pushed forward all the way until next May. Uh, we're being patient, but it's going to be probably the time of our lives. And uh, I get to see all my favorite artists in the same weekend. I'm grateful for that. A lot to look forward to next year. Being that I'm alone, this is my first episode. It's getting late. I'm going to cut it short. I just wanted to touch back on some negatives and positives of the year, uh, give a couple lessons that I've learned myself and that I would like to try to push on to other people. A lot of eye openers. Next time around, we're going to have some guests. We're going to have more laughs. We're going to have more jokes, other topics, quicker topics, longer topics, a lot more to talk about in the future. I just got to be patient and keep trying to see this thing through. Uh, I think it'll all work out and it's going to be a good time. Tune in next time.